Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Giant Insider, Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started, I want to give a shout out to the Media Captain, a web development and digital marketing firm for sponsoring our podcast. If your business needs a new website or wants to generate more leads on Google or social media, visit themediacaptain.com. You'll deal directly with Jason Parks, the owner of the Media Captain, who is a diehard Giants fan. Jason grew up in Columbus, Ohio, and is also a big Ohio State fan. So not only can you talk to the media captain about growing your business with a great website or lead generation campaign, you can talk to Jason about the upcoming draft and his thoughts on whether or not the Giants should draft Dwayne Haskins. Visit www.themediacaptain.com for a free consult and just mention anything Giants-related, and he'll know you came from our podcast, the Giant Insider Podcast. So, buddy, uh, you know, a couple, couple uh, signings by the Giants over the last few days. Uh, Benny Fowler, who uh, Eli Manning seemed to uh, love uh, as a target um, towards the end of the season, especially when Odell was out. Uh, Benny Fowler played in 10 games, started five, was targeted 27 times, mm-hmm. uh, 16 receptions, 199 yards, and a touchdown. So you know, for five games, he was targeted over five times a game. Uh, I would never have thought that Benny Fowler would be targeted more than five times a game on average, but Eli seemed to like him. He's a big target. He's, a, a, you know, 6'1 or 6'2. And the Giants signed someone who probably doesn't get him uh, too many people excited, uh, Nate Stupar, who is a very good special teams player, but, you know, he's not a good linebacker, and he was in there last year because, you know, the defense was pretty depleted. The linebacking core was depleted, but... um. Yeah, you know, a couple of very under the radar uh, signings. Tony Lapet also, or Lippet. Cody Latimer. I see Cody Latimer's back. Yeah, Cody Latimer's back. We talked about that last time. Um, Tony Lip. Tony Lip. Lippet. I have no idea why he's back, but yeah, yeah, yeah he's so, back. So were these guys? You know, Benny Fowler. You know, Eli likes him, but were these guys signed for, you know, training camp or or are they serious yeah. about keeping him? So yeah, he's gonna. They're gonna fight for the job. You know, Tony Lippet is there for you know some depth. They don't have many corners. Can't see him winning any, you know, can't see him being on a team, to be honest with you. Uh, but, you know, this is this is the competition. You know, Benny Fowler, you're going to have Cody Latimer, Corey Coleman, they're all going to be in the mix, right? Latimer's a good special teams guy. Uh, Corey Coleman's doing some things in special teams, returning kickoffs. Uh, you know, as you saw last year, Jerry, Gettleman likes that competition. He likes those special teams guys. You know, that's why Stupar's back. Yeah, and Stupar was a good special teams player, but, you know, unfortunately what everyone remem- remembers um, is his play at linebacker, which left a lot to be desired. But he is a very good special teams player. So, um, yeah, he was second on the team in tackles, man. So he, yeah. he was pretty effective. So, so the, you know, the, the special teams have improved under uh, Pat Shermer. Uh, the, the, the coverage teams, the return teams, it's no longer the Achilles heel of the Giants. It's something that's actually, you know, a strength now, especially with uh, – Rosas and um, and Raleigh Dixon. So the the punting game, the kicking game, um, coverage, it's all much better. Yeah. Thank God under uh, <laughs> under Shermer. So yeah, yeah. I, I thought McGahey did a pretty good job last year. I mean, um, our special teams, especially on the Coughlin, were a nightmare. Yeah, Coughlin Quinn combination. It was a nightmare. Yeah. Okay, um, first year on the Shermer McGahey combination. Um, you had an all-pro kicker, a guy that McAdoo probably would have cut if he was still a coach. Yeah. Um, you had a pretty good punter. Um, wasn't crazy about the way he finished the year, but was pretty good. 
And then you had real good special team coverage. You had good punt coverage. You had some things going on in kickoff returns with Coleman a little bit. Uh, Quadri Henderson flashed a little bit before he got hurt. So, uh, Jerry, I don't know about you, but I thought that was the best of special teams played in a long time, my friend. Yeah, probably since the Coughlin early years, right? Like Dominic Hickson, those years, like 2007, 2000, you know, pr- basically pre-2011, where, right. you know, that was when it started. I would say 2008, 2009. It's, 2009 is when it started to get bad. Obviously, then we drafted Matt Dodge. But, um, you know, we, we can go through a million guys who, who have failed on, on giant special teams. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, they kept Rosas. They, they were patient with him and turned into an all-pro kicker. So uh, this special teams was a lot of fun to watch. And it wasn't something that you held your breath with whenever there was a punt or a kickoff or a punt yeah. return, kickoff return. So. Yeah, yeah, and he actually forced a few turnovers. Yeah, one hit. Yep. I forget which game it was. I think it was the Eagles. He had, you know, he forced a turnover. Oh, the Cowboys. I don't remember which one it was now, but you know, so yeah, they did some good things last year, and that's why these guys, some of these guys, are back strictly for special teams. No question about it. So, I don't know how much you read into this. A few days ago, we heard that the Giants were not interested in Dwayne Haskins, and I didn't take it seriously, and I don't think you did either. Uh, because nobody really knows. Nobody knows what, what Gettleman's thinking. Um, and then for his pro day, they sent Chris Mara, Chris Pettit, and Pat Shermer. Chris Pettit's the uh, the head of college scouting. And for Drew Locks, they only sent Mike Shula. So how much do you read into that? How much do you think? Are they just doing um, due diligence on Haskins? Um, yep. You know, and, yep. and that's the most overused term besides the word transparency uh, in the English language maybe these days. But it seems like, it, I, I, on the surface, it seems like they are interested in Murray or Haskins, and I don't know how seriously they're taking the, the rest of them, like Drew Locke, Will Greer, um, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah, uh, Jerry, to me, that says a lot. I mean, they send one guy to see Locke? I mean, if the, you know, why wouldn't Shermer and all those guys, especially Shermer? Mike, I think, who was it? Mike, only Mike Shula, I think, went to see Locke, right? Right. If I'm right with that. So, no Shermer. I don't know. Uh, to me, that that tells me something. I mean, look what they did with Haskins. They had the whole posse there, and then he took him out to dinner, met him separately, and you know they really doing their homework on him. You know, so I mean, obviously, the interest is there, Jerry. Um, now, what they, you know, he had a good pro day workout. Um, if it was enough to convince Gettleman and Sherma, I don't know. Um, but Listen, the kid looked good in the workout, and we'll see. Listen, I, I'm not going to speculate, but we'll see next month. You know, we'll see next month. Yeah. From the start, and I've gone back and forth, and I'm going to do this again till the draft, because this year is very hard to predict, right? They have so many picks. You don't know what they're thinking. Um, I've gone back and forth. I, I started off thinking Haskins was the guy for them, and I won Haskins. I still do. But I don't know now, and I don't know if they're going to go best defensive player available. And, and it's fun to speculate, man. I don't get tired of it. I don't get tired of talking about it. When people ask on Twitter, it's one thing I, I just, you know, some people say, well, how can you watch? How can you look at these mock drafts? Because it passes the time. You know, we have nothing going on right now. Right. So, so it's fun to kind of speculate. And they have the sixth, 17th, then they have a high second, then they, they got a third back. And they, they need a quarterback. They, 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 well, they need a quarterback for the future, I should say. It's going to be very interesting to see where they go and, and how serious they are. I go back and forth constantly, but I, I sometimes I think, well, maybe I should stick with my, they're going to take Haskins. And look, like I said, we're printing this week, and I, I, I've yet to write the mock draft because I think it changes every day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm serious. I, I don't know what they're going to do. 
And I love it because so many years it was telegraphed what we were doing. And then teams would trade up. And I think of the, you know, the 2016 draft stands out where they wanted uh, uh, Floyd. They wanted Conklin and, and teams traded up. And then we ended up with Eli Apple. But I love that we don't know what we're doing, man. I, I think it's a breath of fresh air. And I know everybody's bashing Gettleman. A lot of the guys are bashing Gettleman for having no plan and trading Odell. But oh, gosh. Dude, I, yeah. I love this right now, to be honest. Yeah, so do I, man. I love that we really don't know which way he's going. You know, that's what it's all about. It's a great time of year. You speculate, right? You go one day, you think, you know, one day you're thinking defensive guy for sure. Next day, you're thinking Haskins. Uh, that's what's great about it. You know, nobody should know what Gettleman's thinking, Jerry. Right. You know, the rest of the league shouldn't know what, what he, exactly he's going to do. So I'm pretty sure he knows right about now, though. But, you know, I think they know what they're going to do now. But and hopefully nothing leaks out and it shouldn't leak out. That's what it's all about, you know. So. And that's what's great about this time of year, man. You you just don't know. I, I mean, if we all knew if Gettleman loved him and he wanted to go quarterback, it'd be an easy choice. But we just don't know. Do you think it's, they do you think they know what they're doing? Yes, I think they know what they're doing right now. Yes, they do. You, yes, you think they are set with if this guy? I think here, they. Or, or I they're think trading up or whatever they do. I, I think they know what they're going to do right now. Who they're going to pick? Yep, I do. They've seen everybody. Everybody had basically had their pro days, uh, of course, the combine and all that. I would say, yeah, it, I would say they know what they want to do right about now. Yep. Yeah, and and I again, I go back and forth. I, I don't, I can't get a feel for it. And, and and a couple like a week ago, you know, like you said, you woke up, you liked Rosen, you, you not liked Rosen, you thought Rosen was the guy, and then they sent a you know a, a, a swarm of people to see Murray, and like, oh, there it is, it's Murray. And then they send a bunch of people to see Haskins. Like, oh, it's going to be Haskins. But we don't know. Um, and that's part of the fun because they need so much, right? This roster needs a lot. It's just the question is, will they invest in mm -hmm. a quarterback or will they go, you know, best player available in a very, well, except running back, uh, best player available <laughs> on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, I, I tell you, this if they go with Haskins – Obviously, they'll be 100% convinced that he's going to be the franchise quarterback. I'm not. I would hate to pass on one of these big defensive guys, Jerry. I really will. I really would. But we'll see, man. Listen, if they think this kid's going to be the future, if they love him, they're going to draft him, Jerry, if he's there. No question about it, but they're going to draft him. So, you know, I was going to say, now, so, yeah, go ahead. Now, Jerry, just one thing. Are they trying to throw people off by only having one person go to see Locke? That's a hell of a point. Right. That's very possible. Now a lot of people are like, well, you know, the Giants are not interested. They only sent Mike Shula. They can't have that much interest. Do they take him with the – do they like him enough to take him with the 17th pick, right? Right. That's what that's what makes it so much fun, bud. I don't want to get into Twitter questions yet, but I got to ask you this because someone asked what I thought was the best question of the day. So before we get yeah. into the Twitter questions – this guy, Al, I think it's Nags at AK Nags. It's, it's K-N-A-G-G-S, assuming the K is silent. And I, I've gone back and forth with this, right? So when if Kyler Murray is selected first, is it better to wait until draft day or do it now to call Arizona about trading for Rosen? Because you're there? You there, bud? I think we lost Chris. Damn it. Uh Let's see if he calls back. I'm sorry, guys. 
He's going to call back. He just texted me. We had a great question about, um, about Rosen and whether or not it's better to invest in the, invest in the, dra- in the, uh, the trade now or to wait until um, you're there. Are you there? Yeah. I'm sorry. I lost you there, Jerry. That's all right. It's got to be on your end, but I don't know. You know right. I don't know what's weird tonight. What's going on? So, everybody, just so you know, I am in Chris's town of Boston, Massachusetts. So, anyway, so I'm doing this um, Chris, I can't can we get into you, that? Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm in, uh, you know, I'm in uh, enemy territory tonight. So, well, folks, just to show you the dedication that Jerry Foley has, he had to go up to Boston on so called business, <laughs> but he brought the podcast, um, he brought all the podcast stuff. Yeah. Just so we could still do it. And yeah. I mean, that's the type of dedication we're talking about here with Jerry Foley. Now, folks, according to him, he's up in Boston on business. Right. Me personally, I think he just wants to be near Fenway Park. He's probably taking a tour again. He's probably right now doing his podcast on Lansdowne Street, touching the back of the Green Monster. I don't even know in where awe. that is. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, where I know. That is. In awe right yeah. now. But get ahead. I'm sorry, Jerry. I, I'm not in all. Um, I am up here on business, so I'm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, the funny thing was, I was actually stopped um, at the airport. Uh, the microphone that I, that I have, um, I was pulled over. To Resembles the side. a bomb. I well, they said they pulled me. They they kind of pulled me to the side and said we have to go through your bag. I said okay, and they said uh, this resembles uh, something that could uh, harm someone. And right. I, I said, guys, it's a it's a microphone for a podcast, and they said. Okay, well, you know, as long as you're not going to hurt anyone with it, and I was like, "Well, do you want to check it?" And they said, "No, well, we're we're fine. Well, you can you can take it on." But um, I just thought that was hilarious. I'm like, "Wow, the the blue yeti is is going to be a, a weapon now." So, but anyway, um, all right, don't be a wise guy. They're, they're doing their I job, know, doing man. The job, but uh, you, just, know, you know, you know, you got to come with your Yankee attitude. You know, I mean, they're doing their job. I uh, yeah, I'm I, I did wear a, a Yankee hat, and I'll wear a Giants on the way back tomorrow. So. You wore a Yankee hat up to Boston? Yes. Why? Just to be a jerk. Oh, okay. Yeah, just like I would in Philly. Do you still have your teeth as we speak? Except I like Boston. Do you still have your teeth? I do. I do, Chris. Okay. All right. I don't, so, I don't advise you to walk around the streets with that stupid Yankee hat. So, anyway, like I was saying, we had a hell of a question. Go ahead. Uh, from Al Nags. Is it better to wait until draft day or do it now and call Arizona about trading for Rosen? And I thought of that. I was like, this is a great question because Mm. you think that if Arizona calls Kyler Murray's name, then the entire, you know, everyone's going to say, all right, well, then they're not going with Rosen. They're going to trade him. Let's wait. But you wonder if a team is going to get anxious and say, well, we'll give you our first. We'll give you our second just so they could secure him. Like, I could totally see the Patriots doing that, right? I could totally see the Patriots saying, we'll give you our second because Brady is not going to play forever or some, a team like that, I should say. All right. So do you think it's better to wait until draft day, Chris, or to do it now? I, I, would, be, I would be sending out – I would be calling right now. Yeah, yeah. If they want Rose in that bid, I'd be calling right now. I would if I was Gettleman. Uh, you know, reaching out to uh, – guys, you know, what are we doing here? Uh, you, you know uh, – Getting a feel, see if they turn around and say, you know, if they go, we all know they're taking Murray, right, Jerry? I don't think it's a surprise now. I think they're going with Murray for sure. Chris, if they don't go with Murray, it is the biggest smokescreen I've ever seen in right. uh, in the NFL. Yeah, right. So uh, so I think they're going with Murray. 
and then you know they're gonna they're gonna trade Rose and I guess on draft day. But yeah, sure, I would reach out. Why not? If they want Rose in that bed, why not? Make sure you secure you secure them, right? Does does the price go down after the draft or does it go up? Well, I think obviously. See, here's the thing, Jerry. You call them now, right? They're gonna go. Okay, give us a two. Yeah. Right. We're not giving up a two for Rosen. No, Come we're, on, not. Stop. we're not. So now you got draft night, right? And now they have to unload them. So now you get them for a three, or, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? So that that's that's the game of chicken they play, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we wait. I guess we wait it out because also I don't like you said. I think the Giants have a plan, whether that's to trade up, stay put, and take a quarterback, or not take a quarterback at all, and then wait for Rosen. I. I you know, we don't know, but I could totally see their plan being if Haskins is there at six, we take him. If he's not, we go defense and then we, we, we inquire about Rosen. I, I mean, I, I don't think that would be too earth shattering if they if they thought that way. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. I don't think it would be either, man. Uh, I don't think it would be either. So you got to wait to the draft night when, it, when they have to unload Rosen uh, and then, you know. Uh, I understand what people like you. Yeah, call now. I would, I would definitely reach out and get a feel of what's going on now. But like you, like we just said, you do that now. You know they're gonna, they're gonna ask for a two. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, you do that a month from now, they're asking for a three. So that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna be a draft night. And there are people who don't think Rosen's worth a two. It's amazing how much a guy would drop off after a year and, and he had garbage to work with in Arizona. I just, the, I don't love Rosen. And I've said that before. I don't know about his personality. I don't know about his, his kind, of, kind of an injury history with uh, concussions and he's got a, 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 a knee issue. But it would be great to get him only for the, the sole factor of, you know, we got our running back last year. Oh, and we got the guy we wanted at quarterback. Uh, you know, last year we got him this year. I would mm-hmm. love that aspect of it, but I don't know if I want Rosen. But if you know, look, like, we're not homers. But if the if whatever the Giants do, I'm on board and I'm rooting for them. So, you know, if they get Rosen, that's great. I'm all in. I just don't know if I would choose Rosen. I I have admitted before, and I stick with it. I do like Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Well, okay, that's good, man. Yeah, no, it's good, man. <laughs> you might see him in Giant Blue. You know what? Do you take anything into this? The Giants have not brought in a veteran backup at all. It looks like they're going with Tanny again right now. Is that a te- is that a is that a sign, Jerry, that they're going to draft a quarterback like Haskins? No. If not, no. Like if not, like that's the plan. Like Tanny, like see, Eli gets hurt. That's the plan. Tanny in game two comes in for the rest of the year. No, we have Kyle Oletta. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> we have Kyle Oletta, don't we? Oh, please, Jerry. Uh, so you got, you know, so like you see a Trevor Simeon sign. I know you got a couple of veterans, Blaine Gabbitts, and no veteran. Nobody's brought in. You know, you, know, you talk about a 38-year-old quarterback, and you like man in here. So no veterans brought in for the season. They're coming back with Tanny. So does that kind of tell you that, hey, they're going to go quarterback here because it's going to be Eli and whoever, whatever quarterback they draft, and then Tanny is the third, and Kyle Oletta's, you know, pumping gas somewhere? It's a good point. I, I could also see Shermer being very Tanny's good enough, right? Like I could see the press asking him 
about Tanny and him saying, no, Tanny's our backup. He's good enough. Well, he did it all last year. Right, and I, I think that Shermer believes that. I, I It wouldn't surprise me if Shermer believed that, that Tanny could be the backup to Manning this year. So, I, I've said it before, man. They have to have a backup plan going into next year. They have to have a transition plan. I don't want to wait for 2020, and there's a bunch of questions on Twitter about that. I, I agree with you. I, I think... I think they have to have someone, and, and I believe they will take a quarterback early in this draft, whether it's first or second round. And, you know, there's a lot of rumors about Daniel Jones, and I don't oh, love Daniel God. Jones. I don't love him, dude, I, I, but, but oh. it's there. It's out there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Nah, please, God. If that ever happened, I would be like, are you guys kidding me? You know, so I don't know. We'll see, bud. We'll see. You know, uh, we could go back and forth with this for the next – 24 days whatever it is now and um you know we, we, we'll keep coming up with different scenarios every time in about 10 minutes we'll change it twice so we'll see bud yeah then we'll see the giants visit someone else and we'll say oh that's the guy you know <laughs> i don't know if the smoke screening by, by sending only sure to see lock yeah. you know or, or they just don't have that much interest i heard Sherman loved him at the pro day yeah you know i'm yeah. sorry at the combine i heard Sherman loved him at the combine yeah the combine yeah. yeah, I heard they loved the way he looked at the combine, you know. Um, and today they sent Shula one guy to see him. So I don't know if they're trying, you know, trying to throw people off with that. It's all a bunch of games, you know, this time of year. It's one big game. All right, let's uh, let's get to the Twitter questions. We had the biggest response ever to Twitter questions, so thank you, everyone. We will not get to them all, um, but uh, wow, uh, overwhelming the, the responses that we got that we got today on Twitter questions. So we'll try to get the best ones. I thought the, the, the one I read before was probably the best one so far. Uh, Jim Vassell at Jim Vassell TV. And, and it's a lot of the same people that keep asking the questions. So, you know, we'll try to skip around. But, you know, you guys keep asking good questions. We'll, uh, we'll read them. Don't know if I made it in time. Yes, you did. Do you think DG would panic and take uh, Rashawn Gary at six if Williams, White, Allen, and Bosa are off the board? I don't think so, and I hope not. I think Rashawn Gary is a uh, a Jerry Reese type of pick, just like um, Metcalf is. I think they are combine performers that it didn't translate to the field. I think I'm okay with Gary being taken at 17, but no, I don't think he'll be taken at six, and no, I wouldn't want him at six. You're not happy. You're not, you're not big on uh, Gary, huh? Well, he's not a he's he's a he's a workout warrior. Right. He's not a he's not a, a a Devin White. I want Devin White. Or, you know, we've we've said it before, there's gonna be a guy that drops. They're not all gonna go before the Giants, right? Nope. So one of them will be and if it's Haskins, it's Haskins. But if it, if say Haskins and Murray go top four, then you got you have uh, uh Bosa, Josh Allen, uh Devin White, and Quentin Williams. You got one of those four. It's gotta be one of those four, right? Right. It's not an. I don't want Rashawn Gary at six. No. I, that's a Jerry Reese pick. He's the JPP of uh, of defensive ends. I don't know or <laughs> linebackers, edge rushers. He's a workout warrior. No, I don't want him. You? Am I wrong? Um. No. I, I want the. If it came to that, I definitely want that linebacker. I'll take Gary at seventeen. I'll take Gary at seventeen. I yeah. I don't know six. about. I don't know about six though. Right. You know. I don't know about six. So I, I, I would go with him at 17. If he's there at 17, I would go with him. No question about it. But, I, I, you know, I like that linebacker more and more, Jay. 
Yeah, right. Me too. You know, I want that linebacker. So if that scenario played out, I want that linebacker, man. I really do. I want defense, Jerry. I, I want you. defense. You've been on that since day one. I'll give you that. But you know? you've been saying since day one, they got to take a defender at six. So Yeah, I, I, I want the defense, man. This is such a big year, Jerry. There's so many studs coming out. Well, on paper and, you know, on film, college film, coming out this year. I mean, I, I'm just going to hate. I, I know, you know, I, I know it's a quarterback and all that. But, man, I, 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 it's going to really, to me, it's like, oh, my God, look at one of these kids, man. And we're letting them all go, you know. Yep. With a team that needs defense so bad. Chris, here's a personal question, and I'll answer it first. So, you know, you don't have to be mean about it. Nick Bronson at Nick Bronson 6. Who would win in a 40-yard dash, Chris or Jerry? Now, Chris would. Um, I, I was once a center fielder. I, I don't know if we were younger. I was pretty quick. But, I mean, you know, I think we'd both be faster than Dwayne Haskins. But, um, no, I, I, Chris would win in a 40-yard dash right now. <laughs> Not by much, but if I would. <laughs> we, Not we, by much. One of us would pull a muscle before, and, and then the other yeah. person would win. So. That might be an ugly sight, folks. <laughs> Rich Eisen would look like Carl Lewis. Running against me. Anyway. Yep. Um, that was a, a popular one. Here's a good one. Big Blue Thoughts at Big Blue Thoughts. Who was a bigger draft bust? Eric Flowers or Eli Apple? That's an easy one. Uh, Flowers. Yeah, not even close, right? Uh, John F. at NH underscore Giants. A lot of experts in the media have already judged the Giants Gettleman as Giants slash Gettleman as a disaster when the picture's incomplete until at least after the draft. What do the Giants have to come out of the draft with you, uh, for you to consider the build so far to be a success? Hashtag buffoon crew. Guys, if, if, you're, if you're a buffoon crew member, you got to spell buffoon right. I'm sorry. You can't spell it with an A. Come on, John. You're better than that. <laughs> um, I would say out of 12 picks, if we use all 12, and I think we'll, we'll package some to move up for a guy that we like in the third or fourth, but um, maybe even the second. If we use all 12, I would say six have to be seven, seven, seven have to be bona fide NFL players who were on the roster for, you know, a few years. They have to be starters or, or, you know, next level down. So I would say seven guys have to be worth drafting out of 12. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. And if we could get like out of 12, if we could get five that actually contribute. I'll be happy, Jerry. Yeah. To me, that if five guys are actually contributing out of the twelve, I would be happy with that. If we could get seven, that would be you know that that'll be quite a draft by Gettleman. Yep. MLJ at V Rafa one six zero four, guys, you're doing a fantastic job. My question: Who shall be the captain of the defense and follow in Landon Collins' steps? Again, great job. Hamburg loves TGI. That's awesome. Yeah, Germany. <laughs> Um, yeah, Germany, yeah. Nice. Overseas, international TGI. Yeah. Uh, who would be the captain? I don't know if he's on the team yet. I don't know. I, I think if – Ogletree right now. But if I would they, say Ogletree, yeah. But if they draft like a Devin White or if they're lucky enough to get a Bosa or Quentin Williams, Quentin Williams, um, it's going to be one of those guys, I think. I think, I think Devin White – Devin White just screams captain. If they take him at six – He's the face of the defense if they take that guy. As far as far as captain? Yeah, I mean I could see like I'm gonna go with Ogletree for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Ogletree. Yep. Because he'll call the signal, you know, he'll call the plays and for the defense and all that. 
He's been around a while. He's respected. Uh, I say Ogletree for sure. Yep. Uh, Carlos Rodriguez at Open Your Mind. Wouldn't it be better to just wait a year for next year's crop of quarterbacks and go for best available? Thanks. I'll take it off the <laughs> take it off the air. Hashtag buffoon crew spelled it right. Nice job, Carlos. That's ah, risky proposition to wait for 2020, but you yep. could move up. Um, I don't know. I, I I go again. That's another thing I go back and forth on. Like, should they just go this year and then wait for 2020 when you have the big three? Everybody seems to move up when they want to, but then it's like, well, can they? I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to answer that question anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. We've answered a thousand times. Here's a good one. Banksy at TMAC21054. Of the 12 picks we have in this upcoming draft, how many do you see us using? Is there a chance some of the later picks get packaged to move up slightly in the first? Yeah, I do. I, I think they can. How many do I see us using? We're going to have about $11 million to use on rookies. Uh, the six overall pick is going to be expensive. If we move up, it's going to be a little more expensive. I, I'm going to predict if, out of, if we have 12 picks, we're going to end up with 10. One way or yeah, I'm going to go with about 10, too. I agree. Yeah. I'm going to say 10. Yep. I agree with you there, bud. Uh, PA Vlick TTP at <laughs> the underscore Pavlik. What do we do if Kyler and Haskins are picked before six? Take the best defensive player available. It's not even a question. That's a no. That's a no-brainer. I wanted best defensive player to begin with. Yeah, you want it anyway, even if Haskins <laughs> is there. Even if Haskins, yeah, I still want that defensive big edge guy. Yeah. Johnny, or linebacker. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Johnny at Jay Paraselli. Chris, here's a good one. What is your favorite memory covering the Giants so far? Also, if you guys had to predict Eli's stats this year, what's a baseline for him with yards, touchdowns, interceptions? Hashtag. Buffoon crew. So, Chris, what's your favorite memory so far covering the Giants? It's good My question. favorite memory? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, I would have to say that Bears game, I was down in the end zone um, when they beat the Bears. Uh, we're talking about me covering them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, I was down in the end zone when they beat the Bears in the overtime game. And it was wild down in that corner when Janoris broke up that last pass. Yeah. And Eli was running off the field, and people were screaming for Eli <clears throat> and half the team coming off right in front of me. And um, the electricity that was going on with the crowd and the players and the Giants was something. And, you know, it, it was something to see, man. So that was – that was that stood out for me for last year for one of the things for one of my memories covering them. Just it was something about that win, Jerry. You know, we knew the Giants weren't going to the playoffs and all that. But to beat the Bears, yeah, the way the way they did it, um, you know, that that play at the end, uh, it was a pretty, pretty cool moment to be able mainly because I was right there when they were coming off the field and we were yelling at each other, you know, guys, Eli coming off and all that it was pretty cool. And to beat a team like that, too, even though they had their backup quarterback, that was, uh, you know, they still had one of the better defenses, and the Giants ran through them. So, yeah, it's almost like, wow, this team can compete. And a baseline for Eli, I'll, I'll try that one first. I think it's going to have to be a similar year to this year, if not better, because otherwise, you know, the criticism for Eli this year was a lot of garbage yardage late in games. So he's going to have to have over 4,000 passing because that's what every quarterback does now. That's not a thing anymore. 4,000 yards means nothing. Or it's a good year, right? It's used to be what 3,000 yards is. 
So yeah. it's going to yep. have to be like a 42, 4,400 yards. Mm-hmm. You got to get close to 30 touchdowns, okay? You can't have like 22. You got to get close to 30. And interceptions got to be under 15. So 4,300, 30 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. If he does that, it should be a good year. It should be a pretty good year for the offense. Yep. Yep, that's what you're looking for. No, no, no. Like you said, man, if you throw for 3,500 yards, it's really that's nothing. That's, that's becoming like nothing now right. in the NFL. It's like a 1,000-yard really rusher. 1,000-yard rusher doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know, so you're looking for that 4,300-yard mark, no doubt about it, man, you know. And, and, and like you said, the interceptions has to be down, and, and you like to see the – what do you want double last year, 21 touchdowns or something? Yeah, something Eli, like you know, you got yeah, yeah, you got to get that up to, you know, 28, 29, and the interceptions down around 11, 10, you know. And that would be a so- very solid year. Peyton Combs, and I am Pate. Fact or fiction, Barkley will have more all-purpose yards than last year. I say fact. More? Yeah. Uh, wow. I don't know if you could top. Because um, the, the line's better. More all-purpose yards. The line's better. Yeah, yeah. What do you have this year, man? He had over 2,000. 2,000. Yeah. Um, Without Odell for twelve, man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. He's gonna go slightly under this year. I'm sorry. That's that's gonna be really tough. That's gonna be real. I, I don't want him having 91 catches, Jerry. Right. <laughs> uh, either. So I'm gonna go slightly under this year. Yeah, I'm gonna go over. I think because of the line and the fact that he'll be the the real focal point of the offense. I think they will uh, draft a receiver. I think Golden Tate's gonna help. I think the you know the line just the line being better alone. Uh, he'll have a, a better year. Wow. David W. asked a hilarious question that I cannot answer. Um, but thanks, David W. That's very funny. Uh, John Ialegio at not John. And read that one, Chris, when we're off the air. John Ialegio at not John 44. New buffoon crew member. I know we have to wait, but aren't you a bit worried about Haskins coming from an Urban Meyer, uh, Urban Meyer system? I don't put much stock into that. I really don't. I mean, you know, there wasn't so long ago that Penn State running back stunk. And then... You know, Larry Johnson came into the league for the Chiefs. Saquon Barkley's incredible. I don't really go by the, the school. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, there's a long streak of, of Penn State running backs either getting hurt or not being very good. Kajana Carter, DJ Dozier, um, Blair Thomas. The, the list kind of goes on and on. Um, who was the other? I forget there was another one. But, yeah, I, I, I'm not too worried about the fact that he played for Urban Meyer. If anything, he played for a tremendous football program. Uh, where he, you watch him make his reads and go through his progressions, and uh, you, you have to be more than impressed. So, yeah, I know, I, I know. This, the kid, this, there's a narrative out there about, oh, he can't play quarterback in the NFL because of the Urban Meyer system. I, I know, I know, you know what they're talking about. There's a lot of quick reads and all that. But listen, he's going to be coached totally different here. I don't see that as a problem at all. I really don't. To say a kid can't play quarterback. You know, at Ohio State, because a couple of other guys didn't succeed, I think that's not fair to the kid, man. I, I don't go with that at all. Chris, here's a really good question, and you've been around the team, so you're going to answer this one much better than I will, but this is a really good question. Mr. Glass Half Full at NYS Pot SG. How much of a head start does Sam Beal have over the 2019 draft class by redshirting last year? Huge. He was at every practice. He was at every meeting. Um, way ahead. He's going to be way ahead of everybody that's, uh, anybody that comes in. No question about it. He's healthy too, by the way. 
and he should be good to go from the first OTA on. But he, I saw Beal, <clears throat> he was at all the practices. I know he was in the meetings. So he's going to have a huge, huge uh, head, head start uh, um, ahead of anybody that comes in here as far as draft pick or undraft or whatever it might be, Jerry. So skipping a few, going down to one, somebody we haven't gotten before, Slick62 at Capo640. Any chance of trading back from six seems like either adding draft capital for next year's quarterback class or adding picks to use in a Rosen trade would make sense. I don't think they'll trade back from six. If anything, they trade up. But yep. Yep. Too many holes, man. Too many holes. I, I don't, when, I, when I look at it, go back, build up picks for next year. We need players this year. Okay. He got three, three uh, first round picks. I'm sorry. Two first round picks and a second, three picks in the first 37. All right. We need players. I don't see us going back. Hashtag dad life at shortstop Ryan. How long of a how long of a leash do Gettleman and Shermer have if we go two and fourteen next season? Do they both hundred percent still have their jobs? What about the following season? Yeah, guys, Gettleman and Shermer are in it for the long haul. Even if they were to go two and fourteen, Jerry Reese and Mark Ross will still get blamed for the short term. Um, yeah, I I don't think anything would happen with Gettleman and Shermer. I, I think the Giants hated having to fire Reese and McAdoo. Uh, they like stability. They will stick this out for at least a few years and then kind of go from there. And it's not going to be a wholesale change. It'll be one or the other. But the Maras, especially the Maras, I don't know about the Tishes, but the Maras love stability. So The only way Sherman loses his job, if, if, he, if he turns into a McAdoo, he totally loses the locker room. It's yeah. the only way he will lose his job next year. Yep. And Gettleman's going to get another draft. So it's not happening, folks. Uh, Maba at Maba 8. Do you think DG should have waited closer to the draft to shop OBJ? No, I think they took what they could get, and that was it, guys. I, waiting for the draft or not, I, I don't think uh, that would have done anything. Um, Lisa. Oh, Lisa at So Bad 6. She is the biggest Eli fan. I'm even afraid to answer her questions because she might come after us. <laughs> if, if you were the GM, would you get Rosen's or go, Rosen or go after Haskins? Uh, neither, Lisa. I would stick with Eli Manning, and that, and that's that. And uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. You know, you know. Even Lisa admits that this is going to be Eli's last year, Jerry. Yeah, she did say that, so I give her credit. She goes, "This will be his farewell year, and then we're going to move on." I, I couldn't believe it. I saw Lisa tweet that. Yes. But uh, uh, Lisa, to answer your question, um, it would be interesting if 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 you only had to give up a four for Rosa. I think. I think you should take a fly at end if they don't go with Haskins. Obviously, if they love Haskins, they're going to go with him. Yeah, I think well, it depends on what you have to give up, right? Like if you give right. up a, a, if you give up a three or four for Rosen, it's worth it. If he doesn't work out, he move, we move on. And and what did we get at six? Right? Like, did we get Devin White? Did we get uh, Quentin Williams? Then yeah, I, I'm okay with it. I, I'm okay. Like the Giants can do a number of things this year, and I'm okay with it. I just want a plan of transition for quarterback next year, whether it's Rosen, Haskins, or Murray. I guess Rosen would be the least favorite for me out of the three, but I'm okay with him if they stockpile defensive studs at 6-17 and then in the second round or an offensive tackle somewhere mixed in. So uh, We're almost 40 minutes in, so let's do one more. I'm trying to find a good one. Uh, there's a bunch of them here. I don't want to be like Frances and just give dead air to everybody. 
Here you go. Sleepy Manny at Manny P204. If they were to trade up from six to three, what do you guys think it would cost? I once heard there is a formula. I don't know about a formula, but you posted a Twitter question yesterday that got, I would say, mixed reviews. <laughs> and I didn't text you on it because I'm like, oh, man, he's getting beat up for this. Um, I would think to go from six to three, you got to give up your six, your 17. You're going to have to give up both. Or your six and your one next year, at least. So if you go from six to three, you got to give up your six. Oh, what, a, what about the what about the seventeenth and the second and the twenty twenty second? No, that's that's because they're going to want a very they're going to want a high one this year. No, I don't think the Jets would go down to seventeen. Or I don't think that yeah the, the Jets are going to want the six. They're not going to want to go down to seventeen from three. They're going to need more than that. So I lost him again. I lost Chris. We'll see if he can come back. But um, anyway, to order your copy of The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com or go to magster.com, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, for a digital subscription. Uh, sorry about this, guys, but I am on location this week. I blame the city of Boston, and I blame the Red Sox, and I blame Chris for rooting for the Red Sox for this happening. And remember, guys, Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everybody. <laughs>